0: Welcome to Yoga Wisdom, questions about how to live your yoga in daily life, answered by Integral Yoga founder, Sri Swami Sachidananda. Oh. We know that it's wrong to take the life of any other being, living beings. Yet, we live with mosquitoes, cockroaches, who threaten our safety and health. Is it all right to dispatch a cockroach? Dispatch a cockroach (laughs) with a wish for a better life next time. Or is it always wrong to kill? Hmm. Hmm. What do you like to do? Prevention is better than cure. You don't have to kill them if you don't encourage them to come to your life. Cockroaches just don't appear themselves, unless eh, you keep your kitchen eh, dirty. They also have to come and live, they have to have something to eat. So if you see cockroaches, that means you are not keeping the things clean. They are telling you that. eh? They come to tell you, please keep your kitchen clean. <laughs> 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 Mosquitoes also are like that,. Eh? Don't keep eh? throw things out eh? and have eh? puddles here and there, eh? stagnated water. Eh? How can they thrive you eh? if the place is absolutely clean. So instead of blaming them, take the message from them and try to keep it clean. And with all that, if they come, just tell them not to come and bother us. With all that, if everything fails, all right. Wish them for a better life. <laughs> Dispose them. That's the final. Sama, dhana, beda, tanda. Hmm? The scripture recommends that. Hmm? First bribe them. Hmm? Dhanam. Hmm? Sama, say nice things. Hmm? Sing to them. <laughs> dana, <laughs> bribe them. That means, throw them something somewhere and you go there, huh? leave us here. Hmm? the. if you come and keep on doing it, I'm going to destroy it you. Hmm? Hmm? Give them a warning. Hmm? And all the three fails, then give them Danda. Hmm? So... It's not. We shouldn't become fanatics about not killing. Of course, we do kill constantly. Even the so-called eh, ahimsa murtis, eh, the personification of ahimsa, they also have to kill to survive. As you know, if you drink even one drop of water, Ask the doctor, they'll tell you, in that one drop of water, there are millions of animals. Huh? Are you not killing them? You breathe in all the bacteria that goes in, gets burnt, comes out as carbon dioxide. So if you really don't want to kill anything, you should not eat, should not drink, you should not even breathe. That means kill yourself. <laughs> so, there is a limitation to everything. We shouldn't go to the extremes. Consciously, we should not hurt. That's why it's called ahimsa. Not non-killing. Non-violence. Ahimsa paramo dharma. Non-violence is the supreme dharma. That means, do not cause violence. So make your life possible with very little violence, if at all. There is, certainly. Even vegetarians have to destroy some of the vegetables. But unfortunately, with vegetables, you don't destroy them completely. Even the, the rest of the stems and other things you throw, they grow into. Again, spinach, you take all the leaves and throw the stem, plant the stem, it comes up. Potato, eat one half, cut the other half into ten pieces and plant them, you will have ten potato plants. You can't do that with your goats and fish and chicken. Oh, I only want the Thai soup for the soup. I can plant the legs and head. And <laughs> let them grow into another goat. No. So that's what. Be honest to yourself. You are not doing it for others' sake. Nobody is forcing you to do this. You have to feel free. And if you live a life of non-violence, you get blessed by all those lives. The person stays total vegetarian, Uh, not to kill anything, and not to eat meat, hmm? he will not kill, he will not eat. Hmm? That means killed by somebody. Hmm? If he makes his life like that, all the animals in the world will recognize him right away. And they will have no animosity towards you. They can feel the non-violent smell in you. No, no animal could be even called a wild animal. Sometimes in the natural stories and things like that, they say wild animal, wild animal. I even don't like to call them wild animal. If at all there is a wild animal, it is we. We are the people who do whale things. Like killer whale. See? We kill the whale and we call the whale killer whale. No No animal purposely comes to hurt us. They all live abiding by the nature's law. Beloved Gurudev, does everyone have a guardian angel? What exactly do the angels do? Because it would appear that some don't do too good a job. (laughs) Well, hmm maybe you picked up the wrong angel <laughs> eh? angels doesn't mean always good there may be bad angels also like you hmm? <laughs> eh? hmm? and you are bad you attract bad angel yeah birds of the same feather <laughs> flock together <laughs> eh? 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 If you are a good angel, no bad angel will come to you. No, they don't like you because you are too bad, too good for them. Hmm? So you be good, you will always attract good angels and they will never do wrong things to you. After all, what is angel? Hmm? Maybe Amma could tell me. (laughs) Angel. Who is Angel. Hmm? All the departed souls, hmm? pure, elevated souls, like ascended masters, we say. Unfortunately hmm? or fortunately, it seems to be all the angels are women, right? <laughs> there can be male angels also. Oh, yeah, uh, 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 Jyoti will know more of angels. There are male angels also? Oh, good, 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 good. Oh, I see. See, that's what we call them ascended masters. All the good souls who left the body and who are still there in a different level, they are there to guide you. Sometimes You ask for them, they will come and guide you. Sometimes, even without your asking, if you become fit to be guided, they will come and guide you. They don't try to be always asked for. But again, as I said in the first question, do not depend on them always. You can become an angel yourself. Everything is an angel. Not even departed souls only. Even living beings, living things, animates, inanimate things. A stone could be an angel. A tree could be an angel. Where do you want to go and see good angels? Take an apple tree. What a great angel she is. Even you chop their plants, limbs, they give you fruits. Do you want to go and see a better angel anywhere? Learn lessons from them. The coconut palm, for example. You pour all the dirty water there and it gives you celestial, pure, tender coconut water from above. So there are living angels right in the never itself, which you can see, touch and feel, and learn lessons from. That means, if only you are ready to learn, anything and everything can become your angels. You don't have to be always looking for some celestial, eh, invisible eh, angels. The entire nature is ready to guide you, if you really look for guidance. So don't blame them if they don't do a good job. (laughs) (coughs) Carry home. This morning with full faith, I prayed for a healing in a certain area. The chronic symptoms immediately went away. Ah, great. Several hours later, they came back. (laughs) The simple reason is, they wanted you to pray more. That's what. If they go away you stop praying. <laughs> See? <laughs> huh? See, they are there to make you pray. Hmm? Do you know that story of Kunti hmm. who wanted pain, nothing but pain. In her life, she wanted continuous pain. Krishna asked, why? Why are you asking for pain? You had enough pain all these years. And the answer was, because of the pain, I have been thinking of you, constantly remembered you, I prayed for you. But now, the pain seems to be gone, we begin to forget you. So, it is the pain that makes me think of you, pray for you always. So just once, once you pray and if the pain goes away, you don't feel comfortable. Ask for the pain again. True. Until you don't need the prayer anymore. Because prayer is what lifts us To the very high level. Prayer is sincere asking. If you don't believe in even a God and you pray to God, it can be interpreted as a very powerful, conscious self-assertion. You can call that a prayer. Because you want to become something. Or you want to get something. You think deeply, powerfully, forcefully. You will get it. If you don't get it, you haven't thought deeply. Prayer is that fervent prayer. If you if you call it bhakti yoga, there is a God. You pray to God, and the God gives you right. So what kind of God is that only when you pray, He gives you? Somebody else didn't pray, He refuses to give. And we say, all are God's children. Should the father or mother give only when the children come and pray them? Someone, the Swamigal says, He says Even if I forget to ask you the milk You feed me with the milk If God is our father and mother We don't have to go and ask him Give me this, give me that What kind of father or mother is that? He knows what we need He gives always what we need that means he is there it's up to you to get it we say he gives me the sun gives me light but to him he didn't give the light we say does it mean that sun refused to give him light no he closed all his windows and doors he's sitting inside and say, the sun is not giving me light. As I said in the very beginning, nature doesn't know how to give or take. It is there. So by your actions, you receive it. In Thirukural he says, Eniyar, A person will get whatever he wants if he only wants it seriously, deeply without any doubt in it. You all said that in the 60s. You want it, you got it. Didn't you say as You are no more hippies. I think you have forgotten all that. Eh? <laughs> oh, sweet, sweet people now. eh? In the 60s, all the hippies eh, used to say that. You want it, you got it. What parameshari, You tell me. <laughs> 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 See? So that means what? If your want is deep, eh, strong and sincere, that is faith. I have to get it. And I will get it. Faith in yourself. That is God. After all, what is God, 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 God? Your own faith is God. Nambi nadrajan. nadarajan. He says. If you trust in him, he is Nadraja to you. If you don't trust, he is Yamaraja. (laughs) Yamaraja means the king of death. (laughs) So who makes Nadraja, Nadraja or Yamaraja? You. You are Nambike, your faith. That's what the scriptures all say. Have faith, 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 faith. It's not that somebody gives you something. God at the altar gives you something. No. Your faith in the name of God. You put your faith in something else. That something also will give you the same thing. How often we put a faith on a a sort of uh, egg-shaped stone. We call it shivalinga. You call it because you have faith in that. When you faithfully see that as shivalinga, it gives you everything. When you don't have faith, it's just a stone. That's what the great shittas, shivakir once said, what a great word is that. Hey, what stupid fellows, fools, huh? going round and round the temple and taking bath in holy tanks. <laughs> Where do you see the coil and temple and tank? It's all inside you, he says. Because you have faith. You think that if I take a bath in the holy tank, holy water, it will heal me. It heals you. So that is what ultimately it is your faith. Your faith. An ounce of faith huh? can move. Huh? Tons of mountains. Thanks for listening to this Integral Yoga Multimedia Podcast. We hope you'll subscribe. For more information on Sri Swami Sachidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at IntegralYoga.org.